Well, good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome to the Haggard Septon Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, Grill, and I'm uh, Rex Burr along with uh, Coach AJ Calver. Uh, our special guest tonight would be Matt Cochran and uh, Dane Filling taking a, a week off to get a little rest in. And uh, our show, as usual, runs in four segments. We have the weigh-ins, the first period, the second period, and third period. Then to the overtime special, and uh, we'll kind of run down through these things. But, uh, A.J., um, as we talk a little bit about uh, things that happened last week, uh, you and I covered the uh, – uh, Dane and I – and you and Dane and I covered the uh, Adam Central-Belmont match uh, the other night. And uh, kind of similar to what we thought was going to happen, but uh, it was actually a pretty good match, though. Well, Belmont won nine of the 14 weight classes, and they were considerably ahead in one of those matches, and then – got thrown to their back and pinned. And I think the Belmont coaches kind of thought that's pretty much the way it was going to go. Adam Central, with so many young ninth and 10th graders in the lineup, they're just going to have to grow into their position. I know AC went down to Milan and wrestled in a, in a, a multiple dual tournament, and they took the three-hour drive down there, and of the 48 matches, Half of them ended up in forfeits, walkover. So that wasn't any good. They wanted to wrestle, but uh, they did very well down there. They won all the matches by a considerable margin. You know, you, you want to build up your schedule. And uh, sometimes, uh, especially with these uh, days of COVID, trying to find matches, and you're going to have that. You're going to pick up a match whenever you can. I know that uh, Belmont has been uh, kind of knocked out of the uh, Carroll Super, du- Super Duels, and they're going to have to find uh, some uh, matches to replace some of those but uh, that's the way this season's going to be it was the way it was for football and uh, it's going to be no different for wrestling i think well the super duel at carroll we weren't going to wrestle carroll individually because they're coming to belmont this year for a dual match and that'll be exciting uh but the athletic director didn't want to put eight schools in the gym at one time and so they cut it down to four schools and since belmont wasn't wrestling carroll anyway they said you're out so we're out and we're just going to have to look for other matches to replace them. We could go to another small duel, super duel, or two more duel matches. So let's uh, take a little look at what's, uh, what's going to happen on show night. Uh, one of the reminders we have is uh, beginning next f- Monday night at uh, 7.05 the, at the Double Eagle here. That's December 14th where our special guest will be Coach Paul Gunsett of the Belmont Braves. Um, tonight we're going to make comments, a little bit more comments on the Belmont Am Central match. We talked touched on the Super Duel at Carroll just a little bit. Um, then we're going to look at results from the uh, Adam Central Milan Super Duels. That's going to be in the first period, along with Warren Central over Cathedral by one point. Um, thoughts about the team state for one, two, three, and four A's on uh, separate uh, sheets there. Um, then we're also going to look at uh, talking with our special guest, Coach Matt Cochran of the of the Snyder uh, Panthers. Yeah, Matt Cochran, who has been there for this is his third year now. He came from Northrop High School. And he wrestled for a, a, a name that's very familiar to uh, Northeast Indiana wrestling fans, Sam DePremio. And Sam is now either an assistant superintendent or the principal out at uh, Carroll High School. He's done very well for himself. But then Matt, after he left Northrop, went to Greensburg, where he was a head coach for several years. And now he's back in the area. His parents still live in Fort Wayne, and this is his third year at Snyder. And he's helping to build that program back to the way it used to be. Uh, some other things we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, upcoming Belmont versus New Haven match in the third period. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, AC Garrett match that happens on Wednesday, the ACAC duels preview that uh, starts on Friday night, and we're going to end up covering uh, three matches on Saturday, uh, the NA8 triple duel, 
And uh, then we're also going into the overtime period. We're going to talk about the schedule for the rest of the week for the WZBD um, schedule. And that's going to talk about uh, Belmont, New Haven, A.C. Garrett. And we'll do a little podium picks at the end. But, uh, A.J., once again, um, we're here at the Double Eagle. And uh, if you got a spot there, you can read uh, once again there. Oh, I've got some live information. I was talking to Jason. And uh, this Saturday, as all the football fans in Indiana know, it's the big game. It's Indiana versus Purdue. And IU has had the best season they've had since back in 1967 when I was there. Uh, and they went to the Rose Bowl. But uh, now it's Purdue's chance to knock IU. This is like a bowl game for Purdue. That's coming up this Saturday. And wear your colors, folks. Come on into the Double Eagle. Wear your colors. Wear your Purdue black and gold. Wear your IU red stripe, candy stripe pants. And Jason was going to have some surprises for you. So make sure you come in. There's 13 TVs here. The food's always great. The beer is always cold. And you can't find better service or more fun than at the Double Eagle come this Saturday. Once again, we always invite uh, fans out to come and watch the show. A little bit uh, slim tonight, but uh, the, the special tonight was the uh, Chicken Cordon Bleu. That I, uh, How was it, Rex? It was fantastic, as always. Uh, Pooh did a great job in the kitchen, and uh, it was a great sandwich. And that Chicken uh, Cordon Bleu special night was uh, with fries for six ninety nine. And i tell you what, um, it's always a great special each week when we're out here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. You know, their kitchen opens around 11 o'clock every, after, every morning and uh, until about, I believe, till 2. And then in the evening, they're open back up for good food, good friendly food and service at the Double Eagle. And with that, I'm going to send it back to studio. Steve Rouse running aboard for us, as always, for a round of quick commercials. We'll be back with our first period right after this. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Enjoy neighborhood living and peace of mind for your family in a two-bedroom, one-bedroom, or studio apartment at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living. New address, new home, new life with household amenities including menu choices and times tailored to your liking. A family room with fireplace and bistro, laundry and housekeeping services. A state-of-the-art response system and medication reminders are included too at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. For a private tour, call 260-728-4038. Welcome back to the Haggard Stephan Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly. Hosted here by the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Rex along with A.J. Calver this week. Um, in the next section, we will talk to our special guest, Matt Cochran. But he is joining us for a little commentary for this first section here. But uh, one thing we're going to look at now, A.J., we're going to talk about the uh, Belmont-Adam Central match, and that match ended uh, 53-25, Belmont winning that. And a uh, couple of good matches, and, and uh, a couple of matches that uh, Belmont kids um, didn't wrestle as well against Columbus City as they, we thought they probably should have. They kind of stepped up and wrestled a little bit better against Adam Central in that match. Well, I think the best match of the night was at 170 pounds, where freshman Trevor Curry of Adam Central was wrestling Belmont freshman, freshman Keegan Martin. And you can bet over the next three years, these kids are going to go at each other many more times. Ended up in a 6-6 match after regulation, after Martin had to come back as Curry had the opening lead. But then in overtime, 
Curry gets the takedown on a counter over Martin and wins at 8-6. And then Curry goes on to wrestle down in the uh, Super Duel that they had at uh, Milan and goes undefeated. So yeah. the freshman's off to a great start for his career. Uh, I'm, as you mentioned on the air that night, uh, there's probably lots of times that those two brothers between Alex and uh, Trevor have uh, went out in the backyard and uh, had some pretty sparse, uh, pretty good scraps out in the backyard. Uh, those, that's what happens. you got an older brother that's been thumping on you for your whole life. As uh, He's a senior and you're a freshman. He's a junior, actually, oh, Rex. And, uh, he seems like he's been around forever. Yeah, Are you know, sure he's just a junior? He's just a junior, but Trevor's the bigger of the two. At least he's wrestling up right now. And uh, it's going to do nothing but make Trevor better. Speaking of Alex Curry, in his matches, he had no problem. He, If he wasn't getting a forfeit win, he was winning by fall, as he's undefeated on the year as well. As a couple of other matches, I thought uh, at 120 as they started off, uh, Isaiah Smidley of Belmont had a fall on 432 over uh, Josh Collier. And uh, I thought Smidley come out uh, and put a lot of good moves together and wrestled very well, and uh, I, I thought it was a good showing for him. In that second match at 126, Logan Allman uh, defeated Blake Luganbill in a 10-2 major decision. It was pretty lopsided. And then A.J., probably one of the better matches uh, that was coming up, I thought it was going to be a good match between uh, Litchfield and McAfee. And started out that way, and uh, Litchfield turned it into a, a tilt session and uh, kind of pulled away with a tech, tech fall. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Joshua Collier uh, came back in that uh, four-way down in Milan, and he won three of his four matches, so he's three and two on the year. And, uh, it, you know, Columbia City was a good test for Belmont. They ended up going seven matches apiece, and uh, Belmont learned a lot from it, as did Columbia City. Adam Central learned a lot from the thumping they took from Belmont. It, it's your first match of the year. You don't know what kind of condition you're in. Coaches have been telling you, you're not working hard enough, son. you got to get after it a little bit more. It's more need any more intensity. But you won't know that until you actually go out there and wrestle somebody. And after wrestling a Belmont kid who's already got a match under his belt, you get it figured out pretty quickly. Well, looking uh, forward uh, in the season, Adam Central does have a match against uh, Columbia City, so we'll get to see uh, that pair up to see how uh, Columbus City uh, pairs up with Adam Central as a that's a match that we're going to cover, and that's going to be a big night for Columbus City. That's their 50th anniversary, and they're going to they want to roll out and have a big uh, to do. But uh, Coach Blink Hope talked to us that first week when he was our coach that uh, just can't get as many things done as you want to this year in COVID. You can't get the extra people into the gym, and uh, not going to turn out the way they wanted it to. But it's still going to be a big night for that Adam Central Columbus City match. We're going to get a chance to talk to Matt Cochran from Snyder. <laughs> and talk about what COVID is doing to his program up there. And I was talking with one of my buddies today, and he was asking me about um, what are they doing for COVID? Are they testing everybody when you walk in the gym? And I said, no, they're not testing anybody when you walk in the gym. The kids obviously are getting tested through the week, uh, and maybe Matt's going to be able to tell me more about that because I'm not sure. And... uh, I don't know if you know either, Rex, but we didn't get tested. We're, we're COVID-free. I, I know that for a fact. And, uh, but it, it's just, you know, one bad situation. One, one young man getting exposed can, can mess up the whole season for the rest of the squad. And I think the rule is, AJ, if you don't feel well, stay home. I mean, that, that's as good a thing as anything. And uh, uh, they, they want the kids to... Uh, um, kind of self-police themselves, but uh, if you're in a contact trace and you're with someone that tests positive, you know that uh, you're going to be quarantined for your 10 days. 
you know, Rex, they're going to have the 1A and 2A uh, state championships for that class of kids at the Coliseum. And that's great for us because we're going to be able to stay close to home and watch a lot of the local teams wrestle. Yeah, they're, start, they're trying to decide what the best way to spread them out. And they said that they had <clears throat> both ends of the, the Coliseum to use. And uh, I thought that the, the big bowl of the Coliseum Arena or the hockey uh said is at but would be a good place but i think they can actually spread them out a little bit more i think uh, you're going to need to put uh 12 mats down on the floor i think so i think the expo hall might be the best place to do it and really spread spread those fans out uh quite nicely we're going to see teams like let's see who can, we know we're going to see adam central we're going to see south adams i believe we're going to see bluffton we're going to see belmont uh we're going to see new haven i think norwell is in uh perhaps norwell i gotta double check that dane would know that dane text me um, but that's the 1A, 2A. Where the 3A and 4A are going, I don't think they've decided yet, have they? I don't think they've found a home for them yet. So that's coming up, and that's going to be over the holiday time. Uh, of course, all the wrestling fans in the in the area and in the state know that Mishawaka has been canceled. No Mishawaka Invitational this year, which is a really a, a darn shame for the kids who are competing at the highest levels, who are looking <coughs> to get out of semi-state, not only get to state, but to place at state, to score, to win on Friday night. And if you don't see the level of competition at Mishawaka, you may not see it at all until Friday night at state. AJ, one of the things that we do need to uh, talk about that uh, it was tech tweeted out today, for those of you attending the East Allen County Schools event, which is New Haven versus Belmont, dual meet tomorrow night, only one parent per rostered wrestler one from, from belmont will be able to attend oh, that match good grief and then going further than that on wednesday night when uh, <clears throat> we travel to garrett high school there will be zero fans from adam central allowed into the match at garrett none none well, that's a darn shame so and that dane says no norwell norwell's not in this year thanks dane I had a feeling you'd be listening. Franklin is going to be hosting the 3A tournament, and Brownsburg is going to be hosting the 4A tournament. So right on top of things, my man Dane Filling at home, giving us that information we can pass along to you. So Franklin hosting 3A, Brownsburg hosting 4A. Columbia City, I believe, is in the 3A this year. And uh, I'm thinking Carol may or maybe, Dane will let me know, in the 4A. And, you know, it. Carol wrestles up in our area, in our neck of the woods, and they see the level of competition that we see, and then they go up into that uh, that meat grinder at the Coliseum. <laughs> they, the don't last several a, years. they don't get a smell. Oh, well, I mean, it's tough. You know, they're winning three and four matches of meat, and and you know, then they come back and wrestle Belmont and win eight or ten or eleven matches. So they uh, they they they've got a great program, and they're going to be hard to beat again this year. And, uh, A.J., I think you got a spot there for the Cross Creek, don't you? I do. The golf course the, at Cross Creek, you betcha I do. And uh, if you haven't purchased your membership yet, uh, the golf course, obviously, with the cold weather, is closed right now. But the pro shop is open. They're going to be open on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And that's going to be all the way up until just before Christmas, from noon to 5. Noon to 5, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And you can still purchase rounds uh, on the Internet. You get online and let's see here if I can find my what I'm looking for. Get on Cross Creek. Uh, 
golfmemberships.com, and uh, you can purchase golf. Mem- uh, pa- there we go. This is what I'm looking for. It's uh, all the way through spring. We're going to be open starting in the end of January, about January the 20th. So the pro shop will reopen. If you're thinking about an outing and you'd like to reserve a spot, give Dennis a call and uh, make sure you do that. You've got time now before Christmas and then after Christmas until about the 20th of January. They'll take a few weeks off, then they'll be back in. Probably the same situation Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. We'll make sure you know about that from 12 to 5. That's Cross Creek Golf Club. And great deals down there on rounds, on membership, on balls, on equipment. Clothes for Christmas presents. If you've got a golfer in your life, it's Cross Creek Golf Club. And with that, um, we will send it back to studio. Steve Rouse run aboard for us for a round of messages. We'll be back with our special guest, Coach Matt Cochran of the Snyder Panthers, right after this. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery, and the Christmas season is here. We have fresh-cut Christmas trees and greens for decorating. I make wreaths and grave blankets daily. Come to Heller's for your holiday decorations. Poinsettias are a great gift for the ones staying home this season, and we have several new varieties to choose from. Open seven days a week, Heller Nursery is located on 400 West, in between 124 and 224, just west of Decatur. Follow the signs. See updates about Christmas on our Facebook page at Heller Nursery. You don't always need an attorney, but when you do, the man to call is Brad Weber. Brad has extensive experience in most legal matters and will help you make your problems disappear. Keep this number handy, 452-7045. That's 452-7045. You just never know when you'll need the services of an experienced litigator like Brad Weber. It's a new patient center appointment scheduling service from Adams Medical Group Providers. With one convenient toll-free call to 1-833-724-DOCS, you can make same-day, next-day, or telemedicine appointments with your doctor or available health professional. One number reaches all the health providers in the Adams Health Network. One convenient central number for appointments and quick care. 1-833-724-DOCS, another groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital. And welcome back to Hager Scepter Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. And once again, we're live at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Rex Brewer along with A.J. Calver this week and our special guest now joining us in the interview loft is uh, Coach Matt Cochran of the uh, Snyder Panthers. And A.J. touched on a few things about uh, Coach Cochran before he came here. And, uh, Coach, we I haven't t- technically met you, but when you told me who you wrestle for and when you wrestle for, I refereed your matches when you were in school, so... Yes, I don't know if you're. I don't, I don't remember if you remember me, but uh, I looked a little bit different back uh, 20 years ago. But uh, most likely had some of your matches. Uh, welcome to our show, and uh, glad you could make the trip down from Fort Wayne. Thank you. Ha- uh, thanks for having me. You bet, Pleasure Coach. Give here. us your background. I mean, we talked a little bit about you went to Northrop, and then you was your first job. Where did you go to college? Uh, I went to Indiana State University, okay. um, and graduated with a, a degree in social studies education. Uh, from there, I was also a a student manager for the football team at ISU when I was there. Um, did my student teaching at Northside. Uh, volunteered for Chris Schwarzkopf when he was the head coach at Northside. Yeah, they got, that's a great experience. Chris is a, a fantastic coach. And he was a wrestling coach there at that time as well. Sure. Yeah. yeah, he was the wrestling coach. That's, a, that's who I uh, coached for there. 
And uh, from there, I've bounced around in my career. Um, started off my teaching career in Mona Shores High School in Muskegon, Michigan, and was an assistant for Don Mosley, who is a very who's a very accomplished coach, coached for 40 years up in Michigan, a great record. And then I've just bounced around a little bit uh, down in North Carolina for 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 a spell before I moved up to Greensburg, and then. So I'm going to tell you you're crazy. If you left North Carolina to come back to the cold weather, that's just craziness right there. It's amazing what choices you make when, uh, when it deals with family. <laughs> and money. Was, uh, were you a wrestling coach in North Carolina? Uh, I was a football coach there for a few years, and then I did coach. I was an assistant wrestling coach for one year uh, for Steve Houghton, who, who uh, had some good success. Tell me about what you're doing now, your current career, and your position in the community. I am currently uh, teaching at Snyder High School. I uh, teach U.S. History at Snyder, and... Obviously, the head coach at Snyder, uh, live in Fort Wayne, um, very active in my church, Robinson Chapel United Methodist Church. Married? I am married, uh, married to my wife, Michelle. We've been married since 2002. We have four kids. Beautiful. Ranging from junior in high school to second grader. That's a nice span. (laughs) Just a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) Keeps you young, doesn't it? Just, uh, sure, we'll see. We'll (laughs) We'll we'll go with that. (laughs) Not not as busy as our... our, uh, Official last week, uh, Mr. Uh, I dropped his name, AJ, uh, Tony um, Drysdale, who was yeah. our guest last week, has a newborn set of twins, and that'll keep mm-hmm. you hopping. <laughs> so you were at Northrop back in the day wrestling there, and you wrestled Snyder. You knew about their program. You, yes. kn- you knew what they were all about, and now you're coaching that program, and there are a lot of Snyder guys still around. That remember the glory days, and they remember when Snyder was not only the best team in the SAC, but one of the best teams in the area. And I know you're getting a lot of support from people that want to see Snyder get back there. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. I just the uh, last week I was talking with Coach Isaacs, who um, old most, Russell. He's been around a while. He's been around and and uh, a legend himself. And and talking to other people, uh, Seth Congdon, um, Howard Esther, Mike's father um we've been communicating here over the past few weeks and just letting them reminisce about the old days and tell me how how things used to be you know you know back in the day back in the late 70s uh, belmont and that snyder group of guys the guys you just mentioned DePremio, condon terry burton i mean B- belmont had some classic battles with those guys and they had some studs and uh, we went at it and i mean I knew that uh, Coach Calver, that was one of the tough matches on our schedule, and he had to get us up for it because, tell you what, th- those years they had some tough kids. I mean, they were solid up and down all the way. They were, but they weren't going to beat us, and they didn't. Thank you very much. Now, tell me about some of the <laughs> problems and challenges you have in building a program in Fort Wayne Community Schools. And since I coached at Lures for 15 years, I, I understand exactly what you're going to tell me. Well, Fort Wayne Community Schools does not have middle school wrestling, and and so uh, Snyder is actually the one school that has anything happening at the middle schools. We have a Blackhawk Middle School. We do have a wrestling club that is able to compete uh, in the area, and and that is something that does help us. Um, and over the past couple of years, my assistant coach Jordan Knox, uh, we put him in that position a few years ago to get Blackhawk started, and then uh, he's now up up with me full-time but he was able to work and my other assistant coach Eric Vesey was able to uh, him and coach Knox were able to get that program going well again and the numbers at Blackhawk have been good so that does make it so that's improving for us and that's something that we're very hopeful for but it does make a challenge uh, when you are uh, getting a bunch of athletes and football players who've never wrestled before the first time they step on a mat is the 
first practice in that first Monday in November, and it's the first time they've ever seen a match. And if it's Snyder, it's generally not the first Monday in November because they've still got <clears throat> football to be playing. And that's true, too. There's a, we tend not to have a lot of matches on our schedule up early in the season because our football team has been excellent for decades, and, and so we, we realize that we're not going to get a lot of football players early. Now, Matt, you told me that last year, how many young men did you have in your 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th grade program? Uh, last year, we had around 40 kids in our 6th, 7th, and 8th grade program at Blackhawk. So, and you don't have a lot of ninth graders. That was a small class of the 3th or 8th grade class, but you're That's loaded right. in that 6th and 7th grade class that right. are now 7th and 8th graders. Right. That's correct. So you're looking at um, how many seniors do you have on this year's team? This year, we have six seniors in and so um, we have about 35 kids on our team right now, six seniors. And, and That's we'll, a good number, and it's got good senior leadership. Who are your leaders? Who would you say your captains are? Our captains right now start off with Mackay Spencer. Um, Mackay is a regional qualifier uh, the last two years at 152. Um, the Carroll Regional at 152 last year was just loaded, and Mackay was not able to get through. Um, lost to Scotty Saylor in the first round. Saylor's and, tough. And Saylor's kid. tough. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Riakis Shelton. Uh, Riakis was a state placer last year at 132, and, and he's back for his senior year. And What's he going to wrestle this year? Right now, he's at 132 right okay. now. And Jacob Krieger uh, lost in the ticket round last year um, to Perry from Southern Wells. Um, in a, Jed Perry, yeah, that's a, a tough kid. And that was a one-point match in the ticket round that, that upset Jacob. I would say right now those three are our senior leaders. Um, Hayden Clausen is another senior who has been in and out, in and out of the lineup the last couple of years, and, and he's also stepping up. Tell me, how has COVID affected you and your program and your ability to coach kids? What's, what's Fort Wayne Community Schools and what's Snyder doing to try to keep the kids healthy? Well, one of the things we do have the kids every day basically fill out a questionnaire every day. Uh, I send it to them online every day to, to com- fill out. And if they're sick, don't come in. Stay home. Um, if they're sick, to contact me. And if, if we have uh, somebody that, that says, hey, coach, I'm not feeling good. I have a sore throat, stuffy head, we report it to the nurse. They, then they're... They're isolated. They come back with their COVID test. If they're negative and all symptoms are good, then they're able to rejoin us. But other than that, um, that's how we do it. We've changed our practice and how we, we start our practices. And, and the, the wrestlers, they basically, this is your partner or two partners that you're with all practice. This is the circle you're in. We keep seating charts. We keep, we keep all of that. So if there's ever any positive, we can we can contact trace effectively and, and keep it from spreading. And so far, we've been pretty successful. We had one young man test positive, and we were able to quarantine the two kids that were his partners, and, and we had nothing spread. Good. Uh, that's, that sounds like you guys are doing a great job and really hands-on and, and being uh, proactive about this. Yes. Tell me about your thoughts about wrestling Belmont. I know last year Belmont came to Snyder and wrestled, and it was a pretty exciting match. There were a lot of a lot of Belmont people made that trip, and uh, you know it was uh, it was fun. I mean, it was a, a slam banger. You had some kids that were getting beaten, but came back and won. Came from behind, and Belmont uh, threw some kids down on their back. Uh, what was your thoughts about that match? You know, it was a fun match. It was a real good measuring stick for our guys because. One of the things that we're trying to do at Snyder is we're trying to improve our schedule. We're trying to increase the competition on our schedule. Um, and, and 
getting Belmont on the schedule was something that we were hoping to be able to do because of Belmont's tradition and the rivalry that once was between Snyder and Belmont. Yeah, taking Belmont um, off the schedule was was not a good thing for for Snyder. No, it wasn't. And in talking to Coach Congdon and Coach Isaacs and Coach Tipman from football, they're just reminiscent with me about the old regionals when Snyder hosted the regional and the, the bleachers were packed, Belmont and Adams Central and Huntington North and Snyder fans, and just they were describing how, to me, how – wild those meetings. Well, I'll get. tell you, it was safer down on the gym floor than it was <laughs> up in the stands. I can remember. Well, they, there was a fight broke out one year between the, the Schultzes and some people from uh, another. It wasn't Snyder. It, it was, was Huntington. Someone, yeah. It was Huntington North. It was the, the uh, I'll come up with the name in a second, but yeah, a couple of grandfathers uh, were didn't didn't see eye to eye on what was happening down on the mat. So, so now, back in your day when you wrestled at Northrop, I mean, the SAC was, was a little bit tougher. The, the SAC has gotten to the point where it's lightened up, and it's not as strong as it used to be. So I think that's one of the things you need to do is to build your schedule back up with those non-SAC schools as you can fit them in your schedule to build up that program because if you just wrestle SAC schools, you're not going to get the competition you need. And we, we still schedule the SAC schools. We still see them at our conference duels. We still see them in, in the conference championship. Uh, Bishop Dwanger has a solid program. Uh, Concordia has some up-and-comers. Southside actually has been, you know, they've been filling out lineups the past couple of years, and, and last couple of years they, they did well for themselves. But for us, um, we're trying to build up. So getting Belmont on the schedule, getting Garrett on the schedule, uh, getting into the Al Smith, uh, getting into the Henry Wilk, um, we really upped our, up our – You upped your game. Upped our game. And, you know, people would look at our record and say, oh, last year we were 10-10. and 10. But we also were able to have some success, not just with winning our conference, but also with winning sectionals. And, and Henry Wilk, uh, who did you see in the Henry Wilk? <clears throat> and will that go on this year? Uh, this year they have it going on, but we had a little bit of a contract snafu, so we're actually out of it this year and hoping to get back into it next year. Um, but last year we saw Jimtown, Penn, Mishawaka, Wabash, and, uh, and a school in Michigan. Good stuff. That's yes. uh, tough teams. And um, what do you tell the kids this year? I mean, you've got several. You got a, a state placer back, and you've got six seniors. What were your goals for your squad this year? Our goals. We don't look at titles as our individual goals. Um, the one time I mentioned titles, I did mention to the seniors they have a chance to be four time, four time conference champions, and that hasn't been done for a while at Snyder. So. Uh, that's something that they did place. But for the most part, we really just focus on trying to get better every day and, and, and really try to narrow, stay narrow-focused and, and keep, just keep it right in front of us. Um, when we start focusing on titles, we start to lose, lose what's right in front of our face, and we want to keep, keep focused on what we need to do every day. So speaking of, those, of the SAC title, who, who do you think are the uh, tougher teams in the SAC this year that are going to truly challenge you? I really think Dwanger. Has to be Dwanger. I was Dwanger, thinking that, too. Um, Bishop Dwanger beat us in a duel last year. Um, came down to we, we beat Bishop Dwanger in the SAC duels, and then they beat us in a duel, and they're pretty much returning most of their team. Bishop Dwanger is going to be a solid team this year. And I, I used to referee that match. They used to have me do that. Uh, Dwanger would hire me for that match, and when, when Dwanger came into the and when Snyder came in the Dwinger gym, it got a little rough. I mean, they're, they're, those two teams did not like each other very much no. at all. No, there's a, there's a healthy respect, but it's it's a good competition. We actually it's actually a trophy match. We have a we have a, a rat a traveling 
trophy rat in honor of Fred Tone. Um, and <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> and it's just it's the third year running for it, but it's a it's a trophy meet right now, and Dwanger has the rat right now. So the rat, huh? Dwanger well, has the rat. if anybody knows Fred, he would yell at people that they're a dirty rat. If dirty, ah, Fred. <laughs> so yeah, I'm old enough. I coached against Fred. <laughs> I wrestled when Fred was a coach. So well, I, I refereed when Fred was in a match, and Fred would get so in, involved in a match, he would come out on a mat, and I'd look back and. He'd be standing inside a 10-foot circle and say, Fred, you're in a circle. And he goes, oh, my God. And he'd run to the corner. He, he would lose track of where he's at because he was so intense on uh, coaching his kids. He would do lose track of things like yeah. the edge of the mat. I think that trophy that uh, John Tone and Mike Esther worked to put that together and, and uh, their athletic director, John Bennett, and our athletic director, Steve Zimbo. Uh, all good wrestling yeah. guys, all John former Bennett. wrestling coaches or officials. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of great wrestling names there and those two guys two teams uh, uh when's your next match and who, what's what's up next for you guys uh our next match is this saturday we're going up to northridge um for uh, super duels with them we'll wrestle homestead um and uh warsaw and <coughs> northwood and concord and and northridge sounds like a pretty good schedule there northwood generally has a good squad northridge has been tough over the years i've seen some scores where they've been beating up on people yes last few years northridge has has uh, really put it to us so that's that's always uh, really our first measuring stick of the season is how do we measure up against northridge northridge and uh, they always have a lot of good guys and some of their good guys match up with some of our good guys, so it should be fun. It should be fun. Well, listen, Coach, you've done a great job up there, and you've got the kids out, and it sounds like you're doing your best to keep everybody healthy, uh, bring Snyder back to that tradition, because as a, as a former Belmont and Bishop Lures coach, I know that when the area gets stronger, it's better for everyone. You've got to raise the level because then your good kids are going to see more good kids. And it's exactly. not going to be the situation where if, if we don't go to Mishawaka or you don't go to Penn, we're not going to see anybody really that great until semi-state. And that's not a good thing. Right. And, you know, you, you talked about that Snyder team and the, the guys that I wrestled against back in the day and the, those guys in the late 70s, uh, they were very good competitors of mine, but then when we all graduated and I refereed for them as they were all coaching at Northrop and Snyder, uh, they, they were some of my best friends. And I tell you what, those guys, they hang together thick and thin with, you know, Seth Condon and Terry, Terry Burton and Sammy. As, I mean, those guys were all right together. And I ref- wrestled Sam and defeated Sam 2-1 to one in a match. I mean, that was a big match for me. And whenever I would coach, I'd referee against his Northrop kids, I'd always tell them, you know, when we wrestled, you know, I, I whooped his butt pretty good. And they'd say, you beat Sam. And then they'd go, and, they'd, and he'd be clear at the other end of the gym. <laughs> and he'd yell back. He'd go, two to one is not a butt weapon. He'd scream. But, you know. It was always fun. Um, I, I had, when I was, uh, before I went to Snyder, I was actually coaching at Northrop. I was coaching football at Northrop. And uh, I saw Sam and, and was coaching with uh, some people who coached with him. And I'm like, oh, they told me stories. And he's like, they're all lies. They're all lies. <laughs> yeah, They're don't all don't lies. believe any of it. <laughs> well, listen, what I can believe is I've seen improvement out of Snyder. I've seen the numbers growing, and it's got to start from the top. And uh, Coach Cochran, you're doing a terrific job. Keep Thank it up. You. We look forward to seeing you down here in Decatur, and it Thank ought you. to be a real good match when you guys come to town. Thank you. I, I actually think Belmont's coming to us. There's a Are schedule. We go, we're going back there again? Yep. There was something with the schedule, and Belmont's coming up to us. Let's see. I've got it January the 14th, Snyder at Belmont. It's actually uh, next Tuesday. 
It's been changed, huh? It's been changed. It's next Tuesday. It's at it's at Snyder next Tuesday. All right. Well, AJ, they we're the last ones to know. You know that. <laughs> Good to know. I keep. I know what I'm doing next Tuesday night. I'm heading for Fort Wayne to Fort Wayne Snyder to see the Belmont Braves wrestle the Snyder Panthers. I was trying to think Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. We we have so many matches. Our schedule and I, I can't keep track of him. So, coach, uh, enjoy your uh, your chicken cordon blue. That's the uh, special here at the. Uh, Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill tonight. And, A.J., uh, you and I, we don't have the script, but uh, you and I can talk about the Weber family all night long, I One guess. One of our sponsors for this program and uh, is Brad Weber, attorney at law here in Adams County, and the family, his lovely bride, Julie, and, um, excuse me, Mary, and, of course, their son, Blake, and Moose, the Moose, the golden doodle that rules the roost. At the Weber family, Brad Weber, uh, and he didn't have to do this. You know, he he's not getting anything out of it as far as you know sponsoring this program. But what he's done is he's given us the opportunity to promote high school wrestling. And Brad himself was not a wrestler; he was an all-state football player and all-state baseball player. Uh, but he appreciates wrestling. He knows how good it is, what 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 a great sport it is, and he would like to see every football player wrestle and every wrestler play football, especially if they're more than 120 pounds because it's just something that's going to make both teams better. And in a school like Belmont where you only got maybe 100 boys that are athletes, they need to do everything. So we'd like to thank the Weber family for helping to sponsor our show on uh, high school wrestling here at the Double Eagle. And one thing that Brad also does is he supports sports in general, really been a, a big factor in helping promote the Belmont football team. Uh, he's not a Belmont guy, but he's a Decatur guy now, and he's willing to step up to help support Well, that. he was originally a Decatur guy. His father coached basketball here in Decatur, and uh, he ended up in Auburn, and he and his brother. But he's just a, a great sports guy, and we appreciate all the support they give us. With that, I'm going to send it back to the studio. Steve Rouse running the board for us for a round of commercials. We'll be back with more wrestling talk right after this. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Looking for a trusted name in home or farm insulation? Ted Sprunger Insulation has been taking care of families in our area since 1978. When it comes to spraying foam and cellulose insulation, Ted Sprunger Insulation can't be beat for service or price. Give them a call today at 273-5068 or at 824-3021. That's 273-5068 or 824-3021. Ted Sprunger Insulation. Enjoy neighborhood living and peace of mind for your family in a two-bedroom, one-bedroom, or studio apartment at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living. New address, new home, new life with household amenities including menu choices and times tailored to your liking. A family room with fireplace and bistro laundry and housekeeping services. A state-of-the-art response system and medication reminders are included too at Adams Woodcrest Assisted Living, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. For a private tour, call 260-728-4038. Welcome back to the Hagger Sefner Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly here at the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. 
to a packed house listening to us tonight, AJ? You bet, Rex. Uh, it's been a great show so far. We certainly appreciate Coach Cochran coming up here from from the far north regions of Fort Wayne, Indiana, and he's enjoying his uh, cordon bleu. As uh, great food, poo in the kitchen, nobody does it better. And a reminder that IU Purdue Saturday right here. Don't be shy. Wear your team colors. You know, wear those candy striped pants. Wear that black and gold gear. Come on up, and Jason's going to have some surprises for you. 13 TVs you can watch it on. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a rivalry that uh, you might as well call it a Purdue, uh, a bowl game for Purdue in Indiana. If they can win this uh, and, and Ohio State does play and win, it's probably be Indiana's last game before maybe they go to the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. So, A.J., uh, I did not print out the uh, Belmont-New Haven stuff, but I do have the Adam Central Garrett stuff. So why don't you uh, take a look at uh, the Belmont-New Haven match upcoming? Well, New Haven is going to fill every weight class. I can see that. They've got a, a good number of young men, and they've got some good kids coming back, some quality wrestlers. And the number one young man on that list has to be Elijah Shakan. He was a state fourth-place finisher last year. And uh, he's undefeated this year. He's a senior, and he'll be wrestling at 152 is what it looks like. That looks to be the best young man they've got. They've got another senior at 195, Jacob Saylor. He is 4-0 on the year. Their heavyweight is John Loudon, a senior at 3-1. Cameron Mason at 145, a senior is 3-1. Zach Bowman, a junior at 138, is 3-1. And, and their six-pounder, Carrington Cooper. Doesn't give a grade on him, but he is 4-0. So they've got some tough young men. It ought to be an interesting dual match. Belmont better strap it on tight. Once again, reminder to the Belmont fans that up there, one parent per rostered wrestler is all that will be allowed at an East Allen County School event. That's not a whole lot. Um, you know, you can – Belmont will stream the match on your computer – um, or you can listen to us on the radio, or you can turn the sound down on the streaming match and listen to us while you're watching it on the computer. That would be the best way to do it. But so, uh, um, it's going to be entertaining. So then uh, Tuesday night, that's tomorrow night, and then Wednesday night, uh, Adam Central in a rescheduled match that uh, they had planned earlier in the season, but uh, their football season kind of stretched a little bit long for Adam Central, so they moved that match to Wednesday night. So that is a match up at Garrett. And uh, once again, as I mentioned before, Adam Central fans will not be allowed there. And I do not think anybody will be streaming that. So uh, WZBD will, it, huh? will be the only uh, coverage for that. Uh, looking at uh, the lineup here, they do not list 106-pounder. Um, but at 113, pretty decent matches. Eddie Everett will be taking on Hayden Brady. And Hayden Brady um, is ranked right behind uh, Ike Rubel in the Fort Wayne Semi-State. As he's, uh, current, he's, last year he was like 35-6, and six, so 30. Five wins on the season. Uh, a good little wrestler. Uh, be a nice uh, uh, match there. Um, it looks like they've got him flip flop. Yep, right? They did. Got 106, 106 Col- Colton Weimer, who's ranked fourth, uh, is uh, pretty good. 106 pounder. Five so. and zero oh this yep. year. Brady is five and zero. Oh. They're twenty pounder. McCombs is four and one. They've got another young man in there. It's five and zero oh. at twenty six. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. McCormick is five and zero. Oh. So, um, uh, as usual, uh, Garrett's had a pretty tough uh, team here the last few years, and uh, their their lineup's pretty deep. They've got uh, four and five guys in every weight class. I, without counting AJ, they probably got close to 50 kids listed here on their roster. 
They've done a real fantastic job of building their program up. There's no question about that, Rex. So we're, we're probably not going to have a lot of JV matches that night, but uh, we will be there to cover that match as uh, we look forward to a uh, match between Adams Central and Garrett High School. And uh, uh, Belmont come down to the wire and wrestled them tough in that uh, championship for the uh, 2A state finals last year and uh, barely beat them, took one match, and uh, Isaac Frito gets a win at the end and to swing that match. So uh, that's a nice 2A school. And uh, Adams Central uh, um, in football, I think, next year will jump up to 2A in football class. You know, Belmont would have wrestled Garrett. They were planning to wrestle Garrett in that Carroll Super Duel, and that was a match we were looking forward to. But it's not going to happen, so it's going to be Adams Central carrying the Adams County colors against the Railroaders. So another thing that we have uh, coming up, uh, the ACAC duels, that uh, they start on Friday night, and we talked about covering a match on Friday night, but then a couple things have uh, rolled around, and they want to get a little more basketball into the programming schedule, so they're going to give us a, a night off on Friday night. So Friday night's schedule is going to be Woodland versus Adams Central, um, Southern Wells versus Bluffton, South Adams versus Jay County, and then the second round is going to be Adams Central versus Heritage, Woodland versus Jay County, Southern Wells versus South Adams. So we thought, you know, there's better matches on Saturday, so it sounds like we're going to end up covering uh, three of the five rounds on Saturday morning instead. And uh, what we'll do is uh, Matt Conversate's basketball coach's show runs from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., so we're looking to go on the air probably right after his show goes off at 9 a.m., so we'll probably cover uh, probably round uh, two, three, and four or something like that in the morning on Saturday. Sounds good. A lot of wrestling action. Follow your favorite team. Um, I'm not who's, – who's favored now? Jay County? Jay County's got to be favored, don't they? Jay County's got a pretty good team. I, th- I know South Adams got some good returners coming back. But uh, for the most part, uh, it's going to be a battle. I don't think there's any real one-star team that's going to rise to the top of that, A.J. Well, South Adams, obviously, because of football. Uh, they haven't even started their wrestling program yet. And in my 15 years at Lures, I would have to think that was probably seven or eight of those years that Lures went to the state championship game. So our wrestling program did not get started until sometime in the middle of December, or at least the first week in December. And to tell you the truth, the, high, the kids that were football players, and they were most of them, weren't all that eager to get in the wrestling room. And if they were coming off a, a state championship victory, they were still glowing with the uh, the win in their minds. And they knew once they hit the wrestling room that they weren't going to get any uh, loving from me. It was going to be tough. You know, you got to get in wrestling shape, and you're going to have to do it quickly, son. So. And if you talk to the football players that went from football to wrestling, they'll tell you which the hardest sport was to get in shape for. It was not football. Well, it, it's a different kind of conditioning. You, nobody's trying to rip your head off, or, but uh, – Seven or eight seconds, and the play's over, and you get a 30-second break, a chance to catch your breath and go again. Wrestling, it's a six minutes, and it's straight through, and it's tough. I mean, it's you've got to be in the best shape of your life. Uh, one thing we need to touch on a little bit, the uh, NE8 Triple Duels also coming up uh, this weekend. And uh, one of the teams that's kind of rising up that has picked up some real steam that has really became a, a team to be reckoned with in the NEA is DeKalb. DeKalb has put on a pretty nice string of wins against some pretty quality teams, and DeKalb has come along, and uh, uh, typically that is not a match that we even uh, look at on that uh, Saturday because it has just not been much to have on your schedule. But I tell you what, DeKalb's got a good team, and DeKalb will be a uh, uh, pretty what good What are the team. four schools in that, Rex? Uh, it is, is that DeKalb, Norwell, and Belmont, East and Noble. East Noble, and where is it at? 
Um, Is it at DeKalb this it year? It rotates around. Last year. It was at Belmont last year. And uh, that's where, let's see, I'm thinking, I don't know. I, I think it's at DeKalb. And there's a, that's, that's, this, that's this coming Saturday. So also then we look at, um, that's what we got there. Um, do you have a spot for the Double Eagle there, AJ? Oh, the Double Eagle, I sure do. Great food, great fun, great service here. Trying their best to be safe. Uh, keep your distance, wear your mask in. You can take it off when you're dining or, or eating. And uh, keep your six feet apart. Let's keep everybody healthy around here. Uh, this Saturday, the IU-Purdue game, wear your colors. Wear your colors. Come in for the game. we got 13 TVs, several big screens. You wear your colors. And Jason is going to have a very pleasant surprise for you. doesn't matter whether you're wearing black and gold or cream and crimson. So wear your colors Saturday for the IU-Purdue football game. And once again, we always like the uh, fans to come out and listen to our shows live. We have a, a PA system set up here so you can hear the interviews as we um, work our way through it. So after, with that, I'm going to send it back to the studio of Steve Rouse around the board for us for a round of messages. We'll be back with uh, the overtime period right after this. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery and the Christmas season is here. We have fresh cut Christmas trees and greens for decorating. I make wreaths and grave blankets daily. Come to Heller's for your holiday decorations. Poinsettias are a great gift for the ones staying home this season, and we have several new varieties to choose from. Open seven days a week, Heller Nursery is located on 400 West, in between 124 and 224, just west of Decatur. Follow the signs. See updates about Christmas on our Facebook page at Heller Nursery. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. Get in, get out, get better. Get healthy in every way. For all your non-emergency medical needs and minor injuries and illnesses, Adams Memorial Hospital offers StatCare. Staffed with people you know and trust, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with no appointment necessary. Patients should use the emergency department entrance for this safe, convenient, and affordable care. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Welcome back to the Haggard Sefton Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, where the food and the specials every week are fantastic, uh, as can be attested to by our guest, uh, Coach Matt Cochran, as he's uh, working on the uh, schedule. Uh, working, no, I'm looking at the schedule. They're working on his sandwich. but uh, His cordon blue. Yeah. So we are into the overtime period, and uh, one of the things we do on this segment of the show is talk about the weekly schedule for WZBD. And WZBD always has a big sports schedule. The rest uh, of this week, we've got Tuesday night. That would be 
We've got basketball, Purdue at Miami of Florida. That's at uh, 5 o'clock, tip-off at 5, and then right after basketball, we're going to go right into that uh, wrestling match. Yeah, to the um, New yeah, Haven-Belmont yeah, match. New Haven-Belmont. And then Wednesday, uh, we have uh, on a schedule for Hitzlers at 6 o'clock, at six o'clock. and then after that, we go to uh, Adam Central versus Garrett at a 7 p.m. start, and uh, we will be at Garrett High School for Adam Central to uh, cover that match. Thursday night, the Jeff Brome show at 6.05. That would be Purdue's football coach. Friday night, we've got now we've got basketball, high school basketball, Cherubusco at South Adams at 7.30, and this will be the Starfires' <coughs> first game of the season after their fantastic run in 1A football. And then on Saturday morning, it's going to be the high school bas- basketball coach's show with Matt Commersay, and then we'll lead into the ACAC duels with a coverage this round 2, 4, and 5 on the day. And then, A.J., you talked about the Oakland Bucket game that's going to be uh, kind of hosted a little party out here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Indeed there is. Make sure you come out if you're going to watch the game. And if you're an IU or Purdue football fan, I wouldn't know why you wouldn't come here because there's going to be specials and wear your colors, and there'll be specials for you as well. And the Old Oakland Bucket game uh, is going to be carried on WCBD. At 2.30 p.m. is the pregame once wrestling is over, and then the, uh, the regular game starts at 3.30. And then... Uh, Saturday night, college basketball, Purdue versus Indiana State at 6.30, pregame starting. Uh, another, If you're a Purdue basketball fan, you want to listen to that, um, that'll be on WZBD on Saturday night. And then Sunday. you got Colts football. They're wrestling, or wrestling. They're playing football at the L.A. Raiders, 3 o'clock game time, pregame there. And then we wrap around to uh, next Monday night, 6.05, the Matt Painter Show. And then once again, our show reviewing the ACAC duels, the uh, NE8 duels and uh, with Belmont head coach Paul Gunsett. And remember, December 20th, the special edition of the show, we're going to reveal the seedings for this year's Team State Tournament. So that's what's coming up for uh, future on WZBD for sports. Talking to Coach Cochran about this rescheduled Belmont-Snyder match that's going to be next Tuesday. And, Rex, uh, is there any reason we can't do that match? Do we have anything uh, on any basketball on our schedule? We're going to have to check that because we got blindsided on this one. Well, we we dropped it from last year's schedule as well, and we picked something else up. So, uh, you know, we're limited to the number of events we can cover, but uh, we'll take a look at that. But uh, the guy who uh, schedules all of these sports on WCBD is not here tonight, so we can talk with him off the air. (laughs) Well, we can do that, but uh, we're going to try to... To, to put that match on the air as best we can because they're talking to Coach Cochran. No fans are going to be allowed to come up from Decatur to Fort Wayne for that event. So they've, they're going to stream it as well. But uh, we'd sure like to be able to put it on the radio for you. And I know we're going to be missing some matches that we were going to do, like the Carol Invite and some things at Mishawaka. So I don't see why we can't do that match. Right, Rob? That'd be our, that'd be our owner. <laughs> yeah. So with that, we'd like to thank our special guest, uh, Coach Matt Cochran from uh, Snyder, for being here. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, AJ's for sitting in and uh, covering for Dane tonight. Uh, so Big shoes to fill. Hard to fill that boy's shoes. Probably 11 and a half. I think they're about, yeah, they're about 10, 10, 11 and a half, something like that. But uh, once again, uh, hang on a second here. We've got an update here. That's from Dane. Dane says, we're doing the match. Okay. We're doing the match. All right, Dane. I, that's what I was thinking. We're doing the match. Belmont Snyder on the radio. See that? That's, Seven o'clock next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow. That's how. That's how schedules change around here. I've, I've always well, told Dane. It, it's that. It's that. Uh, that. 
COVID business, and you've got to be flexible. So with that, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. I'd like to thank all of our fine sponsors that helped bring you the, this wrestling show. And uh, once again, a uh, couple of days, this will be up on our podcast page. It'll also be uh, sent out on the uh, indianamat.com uh, notification that's up on their podcast page. So with that, we're signing off and tune in next Monday at 7.05, and we'll be right here at the same place. Good night, everybody.